Are you a mom that's currently trying to figure out how you're going to manifest your goals this summer while the kids are on summer break? Maybe you started out the year with the best intentions. You journaled your desired manifestation and you worked towards it for the first five months of the year. But now that the summer is here, your schedule has changed and you might need the extra support to move forward. Don't worry, all is not lost. I'm offering a summer one-to-one mini intuitive coaching session for moms who desire that extra boost and support to help you stay on track and to use your intuitive power to get super aligned in what you're desiring to manifest in your life and your business. So it's a session where we'll dig deep into your intuitive power and we'll go into what you can quickly implement to get your goals moving this summer even with the kids at home, with different schedules, with going on vacations, and all of those fun things that come with the summertime and being a mom. So if you're ready to jump into a supercharged session where we go deep and start to unwind some of your underlying stories and resistance, then my one-to-one intuitive coaching session may be what your soul is calling you to do. Think of this as Unlocking your intuitive power, where we dig deep into your inner self so you can unlock your next steps towards those big, wild goals that you're desiring to manifest into the world. Because our goals don't just stop when summer comes, right? So, this is a way for you to keep that momentum going. The session comes with three days of Voxer access so we can exchange ideas after our one to one. Also included is a mini intuitive card reading so you can set the tone for your manifestations that you want to bring to life this summer and beyond. So go to the link in the show notes to book your session so you can unlock your intuitive power this summer and set yourself up to manifest your biggest goals. You found this podcast because you're a mom who wants to disrupt what is expected of you. You're passion-focused, purpose-driven, and ready to break through to your own version of success and finally build a life and business that is totally on your own terms and led from your inner guidance system. You're not interested in replicating what someone else told you was successful. You're 100% ready to design your own reality in life and business. And you're here for it. All of it. I see you. I hear you. I am you. So let's get started in turning our dreams into bite-sized, actionable steps to launch forward toward our dreamy, soulful, fulfilling, and joyful lives and businesses. Welcome to the Moms with a Purpose show. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the Moms with a Purpose show. How are you doing today? Hey, Kelly. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you on the show and for you to uh, share your area of expertise with us and with the moms listening. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family to start and how many kids you have and all those good things? Yeah, so I have been married for 
15 years, I think now. <laughs> and we have four children. So we have two girls, two boys, a 12 year old, an 11 year old, a 10 year old, and a six year old. So we knew we always wanted to have four. The plan was not to have three of them so close together, but <laughs> wouldn't change it now. And uh, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about your background, your story? How did you get into like the business you're currently doing? You work with women to help them like align their menstrual and hormonal cycles and to get into a good flow with your monthly cycles and all of those things. And I'm sure you can explain it much better than me. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I've been an online health and wellness coach now for about seven years. And I've also been a registered nurse for about 15 years. And really, like I was a lot like most women, and especially a lot of ambitious women who I assume are listening to this podcast. And I had all of the, you know, quote unquote, healthy routines in place. I had the morning routine. I was moving my body every day. I was eating healthy. I was meditating. I was reading personal development and listening to podcasts. But also at the same time, I was doing those things from a place of just checking the box, right? So I really didn't feel connected to anything I was doing. I was just doing these things because that is what we do as, you know, entrepreneurs and as women and as mothers, it was just check the box, like journaled, check, meditated, check, got my movement in, check, check, check. But I also was just feeling incredibly frustrated because there seemed to be some days and some weeks where I felt really good. Like life just seemed really easy. I felt like I was attractive and confident and eating healthy was easy and moving my body was easy. Waking up at 5 a.m. was easy. I was creative. I had ideas flowing to me and I felt like I was just able to like manifest anything that I wanted in my life. And then I would wake up one day and I felt like I was just in a total funk. I just felt like, ugh, like I just don't feel like my quote unquote normal self. And instead of just honoring that, I would beat myself up and say to myself, what is wrong with you? You know, there's no reason for you to be feeling this way. You have everything you've ever wanted in your life. Put your big girl pants on and keep going. And so I was trying to operate the exact same way day to day, every single week, all month long. And it felt very off. And I hated those lower times and then I just looked forward to those higher times where everything felt normal and I got out of my funk. I didn't realize that my cycle was at play. I really wasn't able to correlate that to my cycle because sure, sometimes I was on my period when this happened, but other times I wasn't. So I really didn't know what was going on, but that kind of led me into a path of learning about cycle syncing and Truthfully, I avoided it. I didn't want to learn about it. I didn't want to know anything about my cycle because I was done having kids. So what purpose did it have for me? And I certainly didn't want to use my period as an excuse as to why I could not do all the things. I was a go-getter. I was a doer, type A. I did not want to have an excuse as to why I needed to like 
slow down and, you know, relax a little bit. But of course, I think when things are meant to be, they just keep coming into your life and cycle syncing kept popping up into my life until finally I looked at it. And then all of a sudden it was like everything made sense in my life. Definitely. Yes. And while I would say myself, I do not formally follow like, you know, a plan maybe that you offer your clients with cycle syncing, but I have felt that over the past year that when I do listen to my energies, when I tap into those energies and listen to my body and what it's telling me to do, that things in all areas of my life go much smoother. Like I can allow myself to have that rest time and to have that reset time. And I think that's so important, especially for us busy moms that are growing businesses that feel like we have to do all the things all of the time. Yeah. And it really just is about just, you know, instead of going through the motions like I was every day and checking the boxes, cycle syncing requires you to listen and become aware. And I think when you have awareness, that is key. And I felt so disconnected from every area of my life, but it was because I was not connected to myself. And until we fully connect with our own being, it's going to be really hard to connect with, you know, other people in other areas of our life. Definitely. Yeah. And this aligns so well with sort of what I do in my coaching business is help women, help mom entrepreneurs tap into their intuition to truly create from like within. So this is like very much aligned. Like I think this is like a branch of that, but I love like exploring all the different specialties that different mom entrepreneurs like use with your intuition and like listening to your body and listening to your spirit and all of those things. I think it's so like interconnected. So you talk about like, that's a good transition because the next thing I was going to ask you was about tapping into the energies of your monthly cycles. So could you talk about that? and what that means and how moms can start doing that. So I think it's, first of all, it's really important to understand that we actually go through four different phases every single month as women with a cycle. And that was something I did not know. I knew we had a time in the month where we bleed and we have the time in the month where we are most fertile, but really I had no idea other than that. And as it turns out, we go through four phases every single month. And we are literally a different version of ourselves in each of those four phases. So it's not that you're crazy. It's not that you're, you know, like losing your mind. It's that you're literally a different version week to week. And that is normal. And that is actually such a beautiful thing. And it's something that, you know, we need to just be a little bit more kind to ourselves about because it's easy to beat ourselves up just like I used to do when I wasn't able to, you know, function at that high level that I had been the week before. Instead of just honoring that and knowing how to work with that, I would beat myself up, which I think a lot of women do as well because we're in this society that is very male dominated and run on a 24-hour clock and we're expected to fit in this box that revolves around a 24-hour clock, but we revolve around a 28-day clock, eight-day-ish clock. So when I refer to the energies of our cycle, it's sure, track your cycle. That's great. Like, of course, we all should be doing that. 
I wasn't doing that before. So no shame if you're not, but really we want to pay attention to the energies of our cycle. How are you feeling? Because the energy levels change as you go throughout each of the four phases. And when you're sort of in the beginning phases, so right after your bleed, you go into your follicular phase and then your ovulatory phase. So you can think of those two phases very much like spring and summer. So if you think of mother nature, spring and summer are very much like creative and optimistic and light and fresh and fun and new and exciting. That's really the energies of the follicular and the ovulatory phase. So again, that's right after your bleed stops. That's when you go into those phases. Those phases are sort of like our masculine energy. And that is when we feel our most comfortable and our most like normal, right? That's sort of like, oh, I can't wait till I get back to my normal self because we feel like that is the most comfortable to us. That's when we can be a goer and a doer and write the to-do list and check the boxes and we're energetic and we're productive and we're just like, we're made to do things. And then as we shift out of those phases, we head into the luteal and the menstrual phase. So the two weeks or so leading up to your period and of course your period. So those two phases, that's when we start to tap into our feminine energy. And this is a little bit more uncomfortable for a lot of women because it requires us to go inward. It requires us to slow down. It requires us to really become aware and reflect and just take some things off of our plate. And we don't want to do that. We want to just keep going and doing all the things, but that's leading us to feeling burnt out, exhausted, overwhelmed, and like we're just on this hamster wheel that we cannot get off of. Not to mention the luteal phase is often when PMS starts to creep in and we tend to feel really crummy and not ourselves and we're bloated and we have cramps and we have spotting and out of control cravings. And we have just told ourselves that that is part of being a woman and that is normal. But the reality is that is not normal. We should not be experiencing PMS. PMS is a symptom that something is out of alignment. And most likely you are not practicing cycle syncing and living in alignment with your cycle. So that's sort of like the energies, like the the feminine energy and the masculine energy. So that high energy doing, going, productivity, and then more of the being energy and um, more intuition and reflecting. I love the way you describe that masculine versus feminine. It is, it makes so much sense, like described that way. And yes, I think we, I mean, I know I was definitely guilty of that, like sort of just saying it, that's just a part of life. And I think that's unfortunately, like maybe, you know, our mothers or our grandmothers didn't practice cycle syncing and didn't know these things. So they kind of just told us, well, it's just something you have to deal with. Like, it's just be a part of being a woman. It's just something you have to deal with the PMS symptoms, the, you know, the negative symptoms that kind of weigh us down. But I think it's beautiful that you're tapping into that now, sort of saying, hey, no, this is not normal. Like we could feel better. And here's how you can do that. That's just beautiful. Yeah. And I find it always so interesting too, that we've just been okay with suffering every month. 
we've just been okay with that. Like we've been so compliant with experiencing PMS and we believe, you know, we just got the short end of the stick and women are flawed and, oh, sucks to be us. But really, how about we spin that a little bit and realize that we've been given this incredible gift as women. We've been given this magic, this blueprint, this roadmap to be living a more productive, calm, balanced, more life in flow. But we have looked at our cycle and pushed it away and just been like, oh, whoa, not that thing, right? And instead, if we use it the way that it was designed, like the way that it was given to us, our life could be so much easier. So that's what I see now is gift. It's wonderful. It's magical. But the majority of women aren't realizing that because they just have never been taught that. For sure. And that kind of reminds me of when I used to work in corporate and it was almost as if it was a burden, like, you know, being on your period and going to work, it was like horrible because you're just, for me, it was a very high stress job. So then add on to that, like having to go and like bleeding very heavily, having cramps, feeling like poorly, and then having the high stress job on top of it. It was just all like a recipe for disaster. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine if men were the ones that experienced a monthly cycle? our world would operate completely different. Like there would be, I guarantee you, men wouldn't be expected to work during the menstrual phase. Like that would be a time of like downtime and they would, you know, do different things behind the scenes in their careers. And like, I think the entire world would be operating differently if that were the case. But because we've just, you know, it's fine, it's fine, no big deal. And we've complied And, you know, now I think it's time for us to take our power back and realize that we do have this gift and we need to use it the way that it was intended to be used. Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree. I think it's time to take our power back in a lot of areas. I love that. I love that phrasing. I love that wording. I use that all the time, (laughs) taking our power back. So what advice would you give to moms listening when it comes to sort of how they can start this process of cycle syncing, few pointers you can give them like as a beginner, things they can do now to try to start, you know, uh, seeing the benefits of this. I think first of all, you need to start tracking your cycle. That's like number one, because a lot of women probably don't know where they're at in their cycle unless they're bleeding. That was me. So start tracking whenever you get your next bleed, just make note of it in your calendar and start to track it. So when your period ends, you go into your follicular phase and that lasts anywhere from about seven to 10 days. And think of spring. Just always try to remember the four seasons of mother nature when you're thinking of the four phases of your cycle, because it will just help, like it makes sense. So when we're spring, our energy levels are starting to climb. We're starting to just, we're coming out of that cocoon. We're starting to feel good and excited. And I always think of it like, you know, Dorothy on the Wizard of Oz when she hits the yellow brick road and she's just like, oh, like this is so great. And she's clicking her little heels along the yellow brick road and, and feeling excited about what's to come. And that's really the energy that we have when we're in the follicular phase and we're creative and we're brainstorming and we're just feeling really, really good. We're feeling lighter and energetic. And then as we head into the ovulatory phase, so that is like a, say, three to five day period, 
this is when we are like at our best, right? We are so energetic. We can do all the things. So if you know when your ovulatory phase is coming, like put in as much as you want in your calendar during that phase. You can do a lot. You can get up at 5 a.m., bust out a hit workout. You can go work a 12-hour shift. You can come home and work your side business or host a dinner party or meet friends out and repeat the same thing the next day. Like you're just going to feel really, really good and high, high energy, just like summer, right? You're going to just feel like that attractive sexual energy. And then when you head into your luteal phase, so this is anywhere from 10 to 14 days. So leading up to your next bleed, this is fall. So think about what we do in the fall. We start to kind of like nest. We're, we're in this like nesting phase. We're primed for organizing and completing tasks this isn't the time to like dive into a project. This isn't the time to like make big changes. This is the time to really sort of like evaluate things, get things like put away for winter, right? We know winter's coming next. So just that organizing and completion and just grounding. It's a really grounding type of energy. And you can actually feel very calm and serene when you're in the luteal phase. And it's it's a beautiful energy that happens when you have started to live in alignment with your cycle. And then of course you head into your menstrual phase, which is winter. So this is this is really when you want to take as much off your plate as possible. And I know that hearing that it's so frustrating because it was frustrating for me. I was like, I'm a nurse, like I'm working shift work and night shifts and I've got four kids and I'm working a business and we got a home to take care of and animals. Like I can't take things off my plate. Like I was almost offended. The reality is though, there is so much that we can take off of our plate. Of course, there's things we can't. And I'm not saying for those, you know, five days of your period that you just lay on the couch and eat chips and watch Netflix. I'm saying just take off the things you don't need to be doing and do the really important things, but you're to it with this like more calm energy than you maybe would have prior to. And because you're going to take advantage of those higher energy phases, you're going to realize that when you come to your menstrual phase, there's actually going to be less for you to do. It's like, I didn't believe it when I was told this, but it's almost like magic. It's like, oh, wow, I have a little bit more space in my calendar, a little bit more time in my day. And instead of getting up at 5 a.m. and doing a cardio workout, which is going to completely mess with your hormones and your energy levels and create all kinds of stress in your body, sleep in a little bit and wake up and get your journal out and start to ask yourself some really deep questions and brain dump things that you want to create for your next cycle and really take advantage of that powerful energy that we have in our menstrual phase. Because when we're in our menstrual phase, our left and right hemispheres of our brain are working at their most like powerful together. In other phases, one of our hemispheres takes over and in another phase, another hemisphere takes over. But in the menstrual phase, both sides of our brain are working together really, really well. And that's the best time for you to ask yourself those tough questions. What's working in my life? What's not working in my life? What do I want to change up for this next cycle? What do I want to keep doing? What do I want to bring into my life? And it can be really, really incredible when you take the time to do that. And you'll have the time, I promise you, because you're going to 
take advantage of those higher energy. And then, then you start all over again and you're back into spring and you're ready to take action again. Yeah. I love all of that. I have noticed. So I slightly started doing some of this. I wouldn't say I'm a hundred percent aligned on it yet, but I refuse to schedule like live trainings or Facebook lives or even sometimes podcast interviews when I'm in that last week because my energy is just so low and it just doesn't align with doing these types of things. So I just decided like I'm not going to schedule them. (laughs) And that's so powerful. I do the same thing. So when I look at my month ahead, I block out my menstrual phase and And then I also highlight my ovulatory phase, so my high energy phase. So that way, when I'm planning things out and I'm scheduling things in, I'm just aware because there's so much that we can manipulate within our schedule. Of course, I can't pick and choose necessarily when my shifts are at the hospital. And yes, I have to work night shifts on day one of my bleed, which is really not ideal. But I also know that that's going to happen so I can set up some self-care before and after so that I can really just honor where I'm at and, and take better care of myself in that way. But it's so powerful. Just again, that awareness of where am I going to be in my cycle? What things should I be putting where and using it really as a roadmap the way that it was intended to be used? Yeah, that's so powerful being able to sort of just set up your life to have it flow where, you know, you like, even if something comes up to be able to deal with it better, because you already set it up to where it's flowing with your energy. So you can you're better able to handle other things that pop up or, you know, other things like that. It's just it's a beautiful thing. And for anyone who is in business and does anything similar to what, what you and I do, it's like, you know, you, you kind of mentioned it like, well, I'm not going to put podcast interviews in the week before my period because I'm just not going to have the energy and not even that you're just not even going to have like the social skills, right? So putting in those like the videos and the content creation when you're most creative, taking advantage of that, but then maybe doing more like blog posts sort of things in your luteal phase where you're a bit more grounded and you can just slow down and do some good writing, taking photos when you're in your follicular and ovulatory phase, because you're going to feel just magnetic and like attractive, right? So it's once you know, you can't unknow this stuff and it starts to make so much sense. Definitely. Yes. I'm already learning so much just from talking today, like so much more than I already knew. So I think this is such a powerful practice that moms can start doing. And it doesn't take much to start. Like as we've talked about, just being aware, I think, would you say that is like the first step really just to be aware and start tracking? Yeah, awareness and start tracking. And then what I would do, and actually, if you go to the link in my Instagram bio, I have a freebie in there, which I'm sure you can link as well. But it it just gives you like, step by step what to do, because this can be overwhelming, right? It's like, okay, I want to I want to do this. But like, wow, there's a lot of areas of my life that I now need to switch up. And like deep breath, you do not need to change everything overnight. I've been on this journey for a couple of years now, and I'm still not perfect. Like no one will ever be perfect at this. So don't try to be, but pick one area that you would like to align. And for me, and it was the easiest for me to do, it was my daily movement. It just made the most sense to change that up 
because that was something I was struggling with, was trying to work out the same way each day. And I never could be consistent. So I told myself I was a failure. So just changing up my workouts, where depending on where I was at in my cycle, was so easy to do, but had like incredible results. Like I felt so much better. And then I started tweaking some of my food and just changing up my nutrition, depending on where I was at. And then I started working more on like my calendar and like business tasks and life tasks. And it's just kind of this like stacking effect that we can do. So don't even think you're going to change everything at once because you won't, you can't. But also at the same time, cycle syncing doesn't have to be this thing that now all of a sudden you've added to your plate and you've got to do and learn. Not at all. It's actually a way for you to take more off of your plate and create space. And it will be a really fun experience for you. Yeah, I think that's wonderful because I feel like so many times, and I know I've struggled with it in the past too, like there's nutrition programs or exercise programs that kind of are like a one size fits all, but it doesn't always work like that. And I feel like I could never like stick to something because of the energy levels throughout the month and different ways of that I was feeling throughout the month. So I think that's so powerful to actually have like have a system where it's more based on your energy, but you're kind of changing it up throughout the month. So then you're not getting into that like, oh, I failed at this. I failed at another exercise program or I failed at another nutrition. Like there's no failure here because it's like evolving. It's like changing. Yeah. And it's just, it's information. It's like gathering information. And I've always seen this as like an experiment, like Ooh, like how good can I feel? Like, how is this going to affect my energy levels? And how is this going to, you know, change how I feel the week before my period? And I'm never perfect. There's times where I do experience PMS and it's like, oh, that's because last month I was doing way too much in this phase and I didn't slow down. I, and sometimes you can't help it. You really can't help it. Like we, we took a family vacation in March and I remember. I got my period, you know, on like day two or so of our family vacation. And while vacations can be very relaxing, when you have four kids, you're never sitting down and you're just like constantly outpouring energy, right? And so it was fine while I was there. I I felt great. But then like two weeks later, when I should have been feeling energetic, I felt so depleted. And it's not that there was much I could do about that. But instead of beating myself up saying, like, what is wrong with you? You just were on holidays. You should be feeling great. Like, come on, push through, do it anyways. Instead, I was able to just say like, oh, that's why I'm feeling like this. Okay, I'm just going to honor it and I'm going to sink into it knowing that it's temporary and knowing that it's just my body speaking to me. And then I'll move forward when I feel ready. Yeah, that's super powerful being able to recognize that and just listen to what your body's telling you. I think that's so important. So Megan, what would you say is your favorite part of the work you're currently doing? I think honestly, like I love seeing women make changes for themselves, but I actually deep down know that it's going so much further than that. And it's really their children that are going to be benefiting the most from this. Because how we're showing up 
in our life and for ourselves is usually how we're showing up for our children as well. And because I felt disconnected from myself, I also felt very disconnected from my kids and tapping into these energies of my cycle and and living more in alignment with my female cycle has helped me to slow down, which has helped me to connect to them. So that's changing their life. But also I have two little girls and I know that now this is going to become normal for them. So instead of them realizing this information when they're in their thirties, like I did, they will be able to just start out their like journey into womanhood with this information already locked into them. And it'll just be like a no brainer. Like, of course, mom, there's no shame in being a woman and I don't have to suffer. I can actually feel really good. And now I've got this gift and this blueprint to really feel good. So I think that's really deep down my goal with all of this. I love that you said that so much because it like it gives me chills. It relates so much to why I even like created this Moms with a Purpose platform and behind my big why and my big purpose. Like I have a daughter, like everything I do ultimately goes back to it's for her, like, you know, to improve her life to so she doesn't have to go through the same struggles. So she doesn't have to realize these lessons. I figured it out. Like I'm going through it and then she's going to benefit from that and be able to start her life as an adult living more in balance, more in tuned, like more in a way that she feels called to her purpose, her passion. So yeah, I love that. Has there been any challenges for you in building your business in being a mom entrepreneur or any lessons you've learned from it that you want to share with the audience? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Tons. I think first and foremost, something that I struggled with in the beginning was feeling like I had to be working my business all the time. Like it became, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to this feeling of like, being obsessed with it, like just being so obsessed with it, which I think you need to some extent, otherwise it might not ever get off the ground, right? You need this like obsession and this big desire to do something big with your life. But it also consumed me so much to the point where I was working way too much all day long. Every pocket I had, I was filling it with my business and I knew it wasn't sustainable. I did it for probably a couple of years at that pace, but luckily my kids were younger. So I don't know if they fully knew. They maybe didn't, weren't aware that I was just constantly on. But I think, you know, for anyone starting out or new into business, it's like you can be successful and have that good balance. I think one area of your life will always maybe be a little out of alignment when you're trying to do something big and that's okay, but it doesn't have to be like 90% one thing, 10% something else and let go of the fear of I have to hustle at this pace or I won't be successful. I love that. Yes. I think that's so important for moms to realize that a hundred percent balance doesn't really exist it's not reality to have like 100% balance. But if you accept, I think accepting and releasing that, you know, perfectionism or that it has to be 100% perfect or balanced all the time, it that's going to bring that like tranquility and calm to everything, like accepting and releasing that. Yeah, because it's such a fine like 
I hate the word balance, but it is such a fine balance of like, okay, I'm, I'm starting this new thing and I want it to be successful. And you do have to pour into it and you have to work more than what you're getting out of it in the beginning. Otherwise it might not take off, but you also don't need to be fully consumed with it at the same time. Like be aware there's going to be unbalance, but when you're working, work and go all in. And when you're not, go all in, you know, in that area, whether it's your children, your husband, or your other job or cleaning the house, like just be fully in it, whatever it is you're doing. For sure. Yeah. I feel like my daughter is such a good, she brings me back into the present because sometimes she's like, mom, put your phone down. And I'm like, okay, it's down. It's going to be down for the rest of the night. Like pulled me out of it. Um, you know, I had, I worked on these projects while you were at school. I'm in, I'm being present with you now. So thanks for the reminder. (laughs) So, and what inspires you to keep going, to keep growing your business, to keep helping moms and to keep impacting people? I think I just remember what my life was like before I got to this point. And I remember being that, you know, that burnt out version of myself and exhausted and just kind of going through the motions and not having any passion or excitement. And, you know, even though I had everything I ever wanted in my life, I still felt very lonely and unfulfilled. And I remember her. And I think there's so many women out there who were just like me and there's a different way to be living. Like there's, there's so much growth that can happen and should happen for all of us. That's why we're here. And we have messages inside of us that need to be shared, whatever that message is. And I don't want to go back to her, but I want to help women who are maybe feeling like her. Yeah, that's so beautiful. The way you put that, it's a beautiful purpose to have. So I just have a couple more questions for you kind of to get to know you a little better and then where to follow you online so moms can come find all your fabulous resources. So what is your favorite part of being a mom? I think that what I love about motherhood so much is that our children are actually here to teach us and not the other way around. As we think, you know, we're here to help them and teach them and raise them. But I actually feel like they were put here for us so that we can learn and grow. And they're like a mirror. They're our reflection. So they point, motherhood points out all the weaknesses that you have and all the areas in your life you need to improve on. A hundred percent agree. Yes. Almost like a mirror to your soul, right? (laughs) What is one thing about you people wouldn't expect? Well, I think just because it seems like in society right now, this is encouraged and it has been become so normalized, like drinking has become so normalized. And I actually don't drink alcohol. And when I'm at work at the hospital and, you know, the nurses that I'm working with are like, oh, I'm going home to have a glass of wine. And, and when I say like, oh, I don't actually drink, it's like, what? It's like so unheard of now in our culture to like, you don't drink? Like, how did you survive online learning with your kids? And how did you survive the pandemic without alcohol? It's like, like mind blowing for some people. 
Oh yeah, I can definitely relate. I drink a little bit, but I've cut way back just then where I used to when I was into that kind of culture, like the, you know, have a glass of wine because I had a stressful day type of thing. Now that I'm an entrepreneur on my own, I have a different perspective and I'm like, I'm kind of removed from that. So I can totally relate to that, you know, that culture is still out there, like the mommy wine culture. And it is, I don't know, it's kind of freeing to be able to make your own decision around it, right? Uh, What book are you currently reading or some podcast that you're listening to that's inspiring you a lot right now? I'm reading right now, it's a book called Feeding My Mother and it's by Jan Arden. So it's sort of like a memoir. I don't know what we would call it, but her, her mother is going through Alzheimer's and it's just her journey. And that is something that I'm experiencing in my life right now. So it's been a great source of comfort. It sounds like a beautiful book. What are you currently working on in your business or promoting that you're really excited about? Well, I just sort of like revamped my monthly program that I run and it came, I was just like creating a post talking about it and it came out just like my fingers typed and it's called aligned and it just like felt so good. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, in those ideas, I was probably in my ovulatory phase, but those ideas just come to you and you're like, yes. And it feels so good. So it's a four week program. It's called Aligned. And it's all about obviously living in alignment with your cycle, but really just digging more deep into intuitive eating and, you know, how we can just really heal our body and feel more present in our life. I love that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And where can we find you online? Where do you hang out the most often? And all of those good things. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and my handle is at Megan Rumpel four. And I'm always sharing information about cycle syncing, probably a little too vulnerably. Everyone knows where I'm at in my cycle and what's going on with me. And (laughs) so, but, uh, and then also in my bio, you can, you can grab that freebie I talked about and just get some more information and send me a DM. I'm always an open book. Sounds great. And yes, we'll also put all your links in the show notes so all the moms can come check you out and just learn more from you with all of this wonderful information. I think it's so important that we just all share these things with each other and learn from each other. And I think that community is just one of the best parts of doing a podcast like this. So thank you so much for being a guest on my show. I would love to stay connected to um, maybe talk again in the future, maybe come on for another episode. I just love this conversation. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Kelly, for having me. Of course. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into the Moms with a Purpose show today. I am so grateful that you've decided to listen to my podcast. I am so excited to continue bringing you valuable content that will help you in your purposeful and passion-filled mom life going forward. So if you enjoyed the content on this episode, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. In addition, 
I want to invite you to join my Facebook group called Moms with a Purpose. I will leave the link in the show notes, but I would really love for you to join. We touch on all of the topics talked about on this podcast, plus feature free challenges and a chance to meet other purpose-driven moms that are out there doing following their passions and pursuing their dreams just as you are in their own unique ways. So I would love to see you in the Facebook group. Until next time, have a great week and thank you so much for tuning in.